Welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. Hey, this week I'm joined by Coach Brittany as my co-host and a very special guest. Our guest this week is named Christina Alcorn. Christina is a longtime client of Coach Brittany here at Working Against Gravity, and she has quite the story to tell. I'm going to go ahead and let her do all the talking because it is a remarkable tale of overcoming extreme adversity and keeping that positive mental attitude all the way through it. Got to keep that PMA, baby. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode with Christina Alcorn. Just doing some quick math. Um, Christina, to look and see when you started. It was April 16th, 2017. Right. right. You're an OG, Christina. That's crazy. <laughs> I am OG. I'm like OG everywhere. Oh, yeah. OG at my CrossFit yeah, gym. Yeah, your CrossFit, too. We can, we can nerd yeah. out about CrossFit, too, a little bit if you're, if you're down with that. So that's right. excellent. Um, exactly. So yeah, let's just let's jump right in, Brittany. Let's let's go ahead and introduce our guest today. <laughs> All right. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm super super excited. Um, we've been wanting to do this, I think, for a really long time, or I've at least been wanting to do this for a very long time. And um, podcast schedules and my schedule and what have you hasn't um, been able to align. But I'm so excited to have one of my longest time clients. I don't want to say oldest clients because that's not true. I almost <laughs> said oldest. A longest time clients, Christina Alcorn on the podcast. And for us to be able to chat with her and just hear all the wonderful things that WAG has brought to her life. And I will tease more importantly, oh, wow. all the wonderful things she has brought to my life. <laughs> so um, Christina, welcome. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm sure I'm a constant source of entertainment for you. I, think right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, thanks for having yeah, me. I appreciate it. This is like great. Said, it's, it's been in the works for a while. Um, and uh, we're finally, we're so happy to have you on finally. Uh, so yeah, so thanks for making the time to do it. Um, I want to kick things off with the real basic stuff. Where are you from? Who do you <laughs> live with? Who do you share your life with? Give us the details. Let us know. <laughs> Okay. I am uh, originally from Tennessee, so that's where I grew up. Um, just a big football fan uh, down there. My family still lives down there. My brother, my younger brother where, and his family still live there. And my mom uh, still lives there. Okay. I grew up about an hour east of Nashville. My brother lives just outside of Knoxville. Gotcha. Uh, my mom right. is kind of somewhere in between there. Uh, so they still and live there. Where do you live now? I moved up here for a job. 30 years ago. So I'm in Michigan right now, just oh. north of Detroit. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I, that was about 30 years ago or so. It's been a very long time when I moved up here for, for work. Um, but I still go home and see them or I'll have them come out and you know, we'll do trips and stuff together. So I see my family. Uh, I'm, I am single. I don't have any kids uh, of my own. I have some great nieces awesome. and nephews though. So we hang out with them and and go and go uh, hang out with my family. So now I live by myself. I got a few plants, um, but that's about that's about it. <laughs> Some artificial ones now because now I refuse to try to take care of plants. It's just it's not good. <laughs> I can't I can't seem to manage that. So no, it's just me. 
Um, but lots of friends in the area, you know, CrossFit friends, you know, OCR friends, but um, still keep in touch with my family. The CrossFit family, because like it, it's so true. It's like your gym is like your your circle. It's like your family. So right, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, it's great. I I'm I'm kind of an aunt to most of them because I work out with people, and Brittany and I have discussed this. Mm-hmm. You work out with people who are much younger than you are. So all of the people that I work out with are just you know, twenties and thirties and, you know, and I don't know when that shift happened. Right. Like, (laughs) right. Like I remember when I started CrossFit, I was an early, early adopter of CrossFit. Like I was lucky enough to live in an area where it came around early. So I'm like in my late twenties, early thirties. And I felt like everyone was in their forties at that time. Suddenly I'm in my forties and everyone's (laughs) in their early twenties. Like when did that happen? Right. (laughs) Right. Right. I know. I, I, when I started same kind of thing, and then all of a sudden, and COVID certainly messed up a ton uh-huh. of stuff as far as scheduling and who was coming when and, you know, who was yeah. doing what. But yeah, it's mostly now much people who are much younger. In fact, last night there was a lady that I've known for one. She's in her 40s and we were talking about being older. She's like, I feel like I'm the oldest one here. And I'm like, <laughs> I just looked at her and went, no, no, no. I'm like, how old are you? She's like, I'm 40 something. I'm like, I just turned 57. So I think I got you by a few years. So you're good to go. But it's true. Somewhere along the way, the dynamic, you know, kind of changed. But it's great because you're working out with people who are younger than you. They push you along and it's really, you know, you get to watch their lives kind of grow, you know, kind of thing, which is really cool. You know, watch them. So, but yeah, it's it's still a community. It's a good family. It's awesome. Do you want to shout out the gym real quick? I always love to do that. Oh, yeah. It's a CrossFit High Caliber Strength and Performance in uh, Troy, Michigan. Awesome. Yeah, Coach Travis. Yeah, we're not far from each other, right? If you're ever, ever in that area, yeah. drop by. I don't think we are, right? I knew you uh, were. Uh, so, yeah, we love to I have people know. drop in. and. I feel like Michigan yes. is a really long state. It's the very top of that state. It's a very tall state. But it's the only state that you get, you know, yeah. directions by the mitten, 100%. right? That's yeah. Only, uh, cool. So, no, it's high like cap strength. So, yeah. I feel like Josh could be 15 <laughs> hours from someone who is still in Michigan. I'm it's not true. sure. But I feel like it's true. He could be like a good I mean, five hours. Four, four um, hours. For sure. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're way up there and the, yeah, you're going to get the snow before the rest yeah. of us. But I, uh, yeah. I have a couple clients that live uh, – in uh canada and they were like asking me like you guys have snow yet and i'm like shh, shh don't say that don't say it yeah. don't think about it don't <laughs> even talk nothing i don't oh want to hear gosh, about no, it yet. it's too early right right don't say the word no. right that's so, funny uh, why don't we talk a little bit about how you and Brittany? well i mean obviously you joined wag and you got Brittany as your coach and that was the beginning of this amazing relationship but let's go back a little bit further than that and talk about why and okay well yeah why were you looking for a coach in the first place and what were you kind of like looking to gain out of this whole experience um yeah and i think i've heard Brittany mention it before it's like you need somebody else sometimes to drive the bus <laughs> me driving the That's bus was not working analogy and at that point Right. I just, Mm -hmm. I was trying, but I was going in circles. And so I was reaching a a Mm. point on the scale that I did not want to be, you know, I was, I had been gaining weight and I was around 50 at the time. So you got, 
all those hormones and everything else going on. But, you know, it was also one of those that thought, mm. well, I'm exercising. Well, I can eat what I want. Well, life happens and things happen and you start to eat. And then you realize that the yeah. scale isn't, it's creeping up on you. Um, and so I had tried a few things that I, I was very familiar with macro counting. I had been trying to do it. I'd worked with a couple of folks, never anybody, anybody really officially like having a coach that was my own. And, um, so I got to, I was at CrossFit, of course, and some of the ladies started talking about WAG, right? Because <laughs> that was the, uh, that was it. And so I started looking, I looked, you know, but I was just reaching a point where I, you know, I'd lose a few pounds and think, oh, this is great. I've lost a few pounds. I can go back and eat. Sure. And it was just that continual cycle of, you know, I'm working out. I can, I can eat. No, it just doesn't work that way. And I realized that what I was doing so I still had the same goal. I just needed to do something different. I needed for someone else to do this for me. And I needed somebody to help hold me accountable because that's what I didn't have. You know, when you're trying to do it for yourself, you can excuse all sorts of things. You know, well, I can eat because I did this. You know, this happened so I can go eat. You know, the muffins at 7-Eleven are really great. So we're going to go have muffins at 7-Eleven. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And so at, at CrossFit, the ladies, you know, some of the girls were talking about WAG and I, so I went and looked online and I'm like, Oh, this is great. This is macro counting. Yeah. I know how to do this. And, you know, I was reading all about it, looking at the coaches, looking at, you know, what was going on in your area at the time on the site. And I'm like, well, this is great. This is probably what I need to do. And I remember telling myself, if I can give myself that three months that was required, I could do this. That if I signed in, three months. And when I filled out the form and I hit submit, I was like, when you hit submit, you're in, you're going to do this. And if you can give yourself the three months, and, and of course, here we are several <laughs> years later, but um, that's how it but, starts. <laughs> but that's yeah. how I got started. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, how it started. Yeah. And probably Christina ended up with me. I, I, at the, I mean, now I think those of you who listen to this podcast know that I'm the spoke in the wheel. When someone comes into WAG, I'm usually the one who slots you out to your coach if you don't recommend or you don't request a specific coach. But I would assume that whoever was doing the assignments back then, Christina ended up with me because she is a type one diabetic right. and I was the only dietitian on staff at the time. They're like, you um, get, you get her. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you get, you get her. Um, right. which I, I was really excited to, I, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure with this statement that you were my first diabetic wag client. So I was excited to continue, yeah. you know, I came from that clinical world. So I was like, Oh, I know how to do this. Like, this is like, let me roll with this. This is right. my new taking this clinical world that I've come from. And now this new like health coaching role that I'm diving right. into back then. I was like, this is perfect. It's marrying the two and here we are. So that's awesome. Yeah. And so like you said, it was all, all you, you were just like three months. That's it. Going to buckle down, going to do it for three months. And you didn't, didn't really have right. any quote unquote plan or, you know, uh, reason at that point to like stay on after that. So I, I did it, you know, I didn't really know because I just, I wanted to lose weight, maintain the strength that I had because right. I'm fairly strong. I just, there was just, you know, I was just getting to a point. So that was the goal. And really I did not I'm like, well, let's see where this goes. If I can give myself, I know I can do it. If I give myself three months, you know, till they start losing weight, I can see what happens. And I know, 
but after just, that, yeah. no, it was kind of just yeah. Look, it happened. Let me and, ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the I'm going to put you on the spot here. I started. Was there ever a moment okay. in those three months where you were like, "I don't want to do this anymore. This is dumb. I don't want to do it." And then Brittany, and then Brittany was like, <laughs> "Listen, you signed up for this. We're going to do this." Was there any one of those moments <laughs> that you guys went through? Was there multiple <laughs> moments that you guys went through? No, no, oh, that's great. No, I don't think so. That that's, that's awesome. Not, Good. I don't think that's how she operates. No. I, I, no, and for it, I'll give everyone. We discovered this. Like I went back and and looked Look. before. I think we started recording, but this I'm going to give it three <laughs> months. Was six and a half years ago. Everyone, so, right? Exactly. Um, we've been at this a while. Yeah. So, um, no, Christina doesn't operate that way. I think I would love to to have <laughs> to clone her and, and put her into a lot of a lot of different personalities in a way that she gets this idea that this is what she's going to do and does it. Mm. And that's it. Like there isn't any other thing in the discussion. It's this is what I'm going to do. Right. Talk to you later. That's it. (laughs) There isn't anything else. Help help me get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cut and dry for her. And I appreciate that, that personality so much. It is not, this is what I want to do. I'm scared. This is what I want to do. I'm, worried I'm not going to be able to do it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm um, nervous about the time commitment and, and the training commitment. There's none of that. That might be in her head, but I don't ever hear it. It's, this is what I'm going to do. What do we have to do to make it happen? Yep. That's yeah. it. That, that is the conversation. And and that is why she has been so successful. It's because she has she's driven with an idea and then uh, she just wants to act. There's none of this middle awesome. noise for her. That's, like, yeah, I... I, I... Yeah, there was no time in that, you know, that we had that discussion. I knew what I, I did. I knew what I wanted to do. I'm, I'm very stubborn, can be very stubborn. And I'm very persistent. You know, if I can make it happen at some point in some way, then it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, good for you. <laughs> and that's, that's where we are, you know, six and a half years later. Um, Cause very quickly, I mean, within months, I had lost like 45 pounds. It just rolled. You know, and once we discovered what was going on and how well that we were meshing and the relationship that Brady and I had, it just rolled. And within that short Amazing. amount of time, not only had I maintained a lot of the strength that I had, but I was down to a weight now yeah. that I could move better uh, and look better and feel better, you know. Yeah. Certainly helped my diabetes out, sure. you know, a bit. So it was all good. Me- so you don't, you don't, you don't fix something that's, not broken. Right. So the, <laughs> let know? me let me switch it switch it over to Brittany real quick. Um, when you get a client that is, you know, type one, uh, like Christina is, and also is very, very, um, well, I mean, I, she used the word stubborn. Not me. She used the word stubborn. <laughs> that is dead, <laughs> dead set stubborn. on like My achieving mom will this tell goal. You. Is what do you? What kind of like considerations <laughs> do you, do you? Uh, take in when you're developing the program for someone like this yeah i mean that's that's a great question i think for christina her diabetes Mm. was just always a background for us i don't think that that was ever anything that um 
what's in the forefront of, oh, we shouldn't do this because, or we need to keep this in mind because, um, we were lucky that, um, I think to correct me if I'm wrong, Christina, but I feel like your blood sugars were always fairly well controlled, even at a higher weight, your blood sugars were, were well controlled. So, um, the main considerations I had to keep in mind were when you're working with someone with any type of diabetes, but especially with type one diabetes, it is all about consistency. You want to try to eliminate, um, having training and rest day macros. Um, the only variables that Christina has is if she's doing a long race, we'll do like a refeed day. Um, so you want to keep things consistent. So even though Christina has a pump, her, that's sort of taking the guesswork out of it a little bit, but that way it gives your body consistent carbohydrates throughout the week, knows what to expect. Um, now, there would have been additional coaching challenges had it been someone whose blood sugars were way out of control and they were off the charts. Then I think we would have had to scale back and say, hey, your diet is not matching the expectation of what you want your body to do. This has to come up to meet what your body wants to do. But with Christina, she was to a point where she was saying, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to elevate my diet to match what I want my body to do. There's just no question. It was like, she had it in her mind. She wanted to do these things and she just started doing it. Like it, it was just, it was great. Yeah. It still is great. Like I I talk about it, like it's in the past tense. She's still trying to achieve all these different things. And every week we're still talking about these things. I think the the only conversation I remember us having about that was Mm. when I had low blood sugar because it's extra carbs and you're like, well, do I count that? I don't want to count that. (laughs) It's like, you know, but if your blood sugar goes low, you need to treat it. And that's like some form of carbs. And so it was just like, well, tell me when you have to do it or tell me when it's extreme so that we know, you know, what happened during that week. Because I'm like, well, if you're having a bad week and you have a bunch of low blood sugars, they'll go, all your carbs are, you know, kind of out the window. But since I've had diabetes for so long, carb counting, I've been doing for years you know, kind of thing. It was just incorporating the other portions, you know, and yeah. And I think it's just that, you know, maybe looking back, if I had to dissect it all, maybe that is part of why our coaching relationship has worked so well, because there is this bit of a, you know, I'm relying on her for that much and for that information about her body and her medical diagnosis. She's relying on me for the fueling for the athletic performance part of it. So we absolutely, and it's the same in every coaching dynamic, but it's more pronounced right. here. Um, we rely on each other for that information for it to work, right? Right. Um, it's not a total push, you know, where a lot of coaching is just pushing information. For us, it's very much a push and a pull. Whether you're an athlete pushing for maximum performance, a weekend warrior who wants to look as strong as you feel, or want to improve your general health and wellness, Nailing down your nutrition is a big part of getting you there. The expert coaches at Working Against Gravity are here to help you navigate it all. We've worked with over 30,000 clients, and our team of certified nutrition coaches has years of experience helping people just like you reach their fitness and aesthetic goals. We'll match you with a one-on-one coach who will provide a personalized macronutrient plan, weekly expert guidance, and the accountability you need to get results and sustain them long-term. No more unsustainable crash diets or flavor of the month internet fads. WAG's evidence-based, flexible approach fits any lifestyle and will help you develop the skills, habits, and mindset you need to maximize your health and performance while achieving your goals. Head to workingagainstgravity.com and click join now to read about our two tier options, nutrition coaching essentials and nutrition coaching plus with video calls. 
Then use coupon code INSIDEWAG to receive $50 off your first month. Get the needle moving today with Working Against Gravity. Yeah. There we go. So the next question I wanted to ask is, and I don't know the, obviously the ins and outs of this, um, but I would really like to kind of hear about it. Um, You were diagnosed with breast cancer. And at what point yep. in your time with Brittany did this kind of happen? Um, two years ago, actually. So what had happened, um, once I lost all the weight, you know, I can, you know, I was moving much better. My nephew came to me and said he wanted to run an obstacle course okay. race. And I didn't know what that was. And my brother said, well, you have to do it. You're the only one that works <laughs> out. Okay. Well, I love my nephews and I would do anything. I'm like, okay, what do we, you know, what do we do? So really that was kind of the next step in my journey with Brittany. We were like, mm. okay, we lost all this okay. weight. Now what do we do? Well, then an opportunity presents itself. You're like, okay, obstacle course race. Um, and so that was like 2018, uh, brought my nephews up and we just had a blast. And that was kind of the start of something that has blossomed into like this really crazy, um, into this really crazy thing that I love to do. So that was 2018. Uh, 2019, I did a few more obstacle course races, and I'm like, well, this is great. I really love to do this. I'm learning how to move and how to do the obstacles. I'm like, this is great. So, you know, we're all ready for 2020. <laughs> well, that kind of just messed everybody up. <laughs> that was just kind of a- None of us a, were ready for 2020. <laughs> no, none of us were ready. Now, in fact, I was in San Antonio getting ready for a Spartan race. That was March. I remember, remember that. Yeah. My mom and my aunt yeah. went with me because we, so we were down in San Antonio waiting. And the day before the race, they canceled it because of COVID. They shut everything down. And we, actually, I'm just fortunate we were all able to wow. make it back home because my, you know, my mom's in sure, her 80s yeah. and stuff. So we were ready. Um, I ended up just going out and volunteering. But that was the start. You know, that was 2020. And so for everybody, uh, I work from home and I've always, I've worked from home for years. So that didn't bother me. What bothered me is I couldn't go out anywhere. I right. couldn't go to the gym. My home isn't set up for a gym. So anyway, what I started doing, which Brittany will laugh is I started doing virtual races, like all of them. I was doing 5k, 10ks, obstacle course virtuals, wherever I could get them just so I would be ready for the next the next year when hopefully things would open back up and we'd be able to go to races. So I was so looking forward to 2021 because I'm like, I'm in great shape. This is really great. And lo and behold, you know, I found a lump in December. Uh, It's right near the end of December. So I couldn't get in to get it checked until January. And so in January, I was diagnosed with stage 2B uh, triple negative breast cancer, which I did not know even what that was. So, you know, you have to go have to go figure out what that is. Without doing too much research, that you scare yeah. the life out of yourself. But can you, uh, you know, yeah, so you have you, to be can careful you share with, with that. the audience. What what exactly that does mean? Triple negative breast cancer. There's there's two there's two or three types of initial breast cancers. One is hormone driven, right? Which is women's hormones, estrogen. So it can be hormone driven. But there's two hormones in there. It's estrogen and what is it? The I don't know what the other one is. The uh, thank you. Uh, the other one is a protein called HER2. And so you can have one or both. You can have triple positive. But when you don't have either one, they call it triple negative because they oh, don't know okay. where it came from. And that's a little bit of the scary part is they don't know where it came from. You just, it's not protein driven. It's not mm. hormone driven. It's from wow. something else. Yeah. 
obviously. Uh, stage 2B, it was B because it was triple negative, but stage 2 meant there was no lymph node involvement. So I was very blessed, very fortunate that it hadn't spread, that we caught it when we did, uh, got the biopsies and everything. But yeah, it was a bit of a shocker. That was entirely not what I wanted to do that year. But, you know, here, here we were. I was looking forward to some other stuff. But, you know, so that's what 2B is. 2B is just the stage. It had not spread. Of course, you have all the tests and stuff to make sure it's sure, not yeah, anywhere yeah. else which is the little scary part of that. Cause they're like, well, you need a PET scan. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Cause I know yeah. what you're looking for. I really don't want to do that. Uh, but you, you have to do what yeah, you have absolutely. to do at that point. So absolutely. when that happened, you know, you're, you're, everything changes, right? You're now on, on this other completely different path in your life. And I was like, okay, well, this is my race for this, this year. This is what I have to do. Everything else is outside. This is the path. And this is the race that I run. Um, so that just starts a whole roller coaster. I think one of my coaches called it a, I think you probably remember this, Brittany. Somebody called it a bad chipper of things that I had <laughs> to get done. But yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like the worst chipper ever. Um, because you're sitting there in January trying to figure out how you're going to get to October. You know, because that was the projected time of, that I was going mm. to be done. So that started a whole of test and um, you know, just trying to trying to stand up after you've been knocked down and figure out what you're going to do. And I'm like, okay, just tell me yeah. what to do and I'll go do it. Just tell me where to go, what to do. And that's how that started was in January then. of That mentality though, it's exactly what Brittany was talking about. You're just like, okay, mm -hmm. this is what we're doing. Yeah. And okay. Three, three, two, one, go, yeah. you know? Yeah. That, that was it. And I knew I was strong enough. Mm to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my mom obviously was kind of the last person I told because I didn't want to do it. Um, I didn't want to call her the, the nurse navigator that I got. There's a great team of medical people asked me if she could help me. I'm like, yeah, can you call my mom, you know, and tell her I have breast cancer? She's like, no, no, no. you're on your own, sister. And I called my brother first. But, you know, my mom, even my mom was like, well, you know, I wish I could take this for me like yeah. any mom would do. And I just looked at my mom and said, mm -hmm. no, mom, I got this. I got it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I knew that I had it, you know, by my faith and by things that were going on with me, I was strong enough to do it. And I'm like, no, I got it. You know, but you start down a path of all these tests that have to be done and all these other things that, you know, that have to be yeah. done quickly. You know, I actually had to buy a, a planner, like a regular planner sure, to yeah, write yeah. things down in. Cause you've got appointments every week, multiple ones. And as you start, you're okay, but fatigue starts course, to set yeah. in after a while. So, but yeah, that's, that's where we started yeah. was in January uh, of 2021. I have to ask, and this goes to the nutrition side of things too. Um, that mentality, where does that come from? Like, how do you call Oh, okay. For my dad. Okay. No. Hey, that's great. That's, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, I think it's for yeah, my mom like, and my dad. I, yeah. I, I think yeah. a lot of it is. Yeah. Well, and I'm, you know, I'm older and I've been through, you know, some depression, some anxiety issues that I've had to work on from my thirties and forties. And I think by the time you get to your fifties, you've kind of, and I kind of jumped into that too. And like, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to have all this anxiety. So I've done a ton of work in that along those lines to develop those good coping techniques and things that I needed 
to be able to move forward, not yeah. getting stuck, you know, in depression or stuck somewhere. Um, so yeah, I could have gotten stuck in that. I mean, I, I really couldn't say breast cancer for the few days. I could say breast and I could say <laughs> cancer, but I couldn't sure. put them together. It yeah, took yeah. me a little bit to be able to process that and to be able to stand up on my feet, brush myself off and go, okay. It, it took me a little bit, you know, yeah. you get knocked down for sure. And then, you, and then you've got everybody reaching out to you to help. And you're like, just let me stand up. Let me, let me stand up, brush myself off um, and go. Cause I was really careful about who yeah, I was telling, obviously told, you know, told Brittany, I don't even remember what I, I'm sure I don't even want to go back and look what I typed. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we changed though. I was just thinking about this. Um, I remember reading your message. I remember exactly where I was. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading that message, but I don't think that I changed my coaching to you. I don't think I changed anything. I think it was in the background, but I don't right. think I ever said or changed my approach. And I did this purposefully. I don't think I ever changed an approach to go, yeah. oh no, this uh -huh. is my client, Christina with cancer. Let's kid yeah. gloves her, kid glove her. No, I did the other direction and went, oh shit, this is my client, Christina with cancer. Right. Like, oh, shit. If there's ever a time for her to have it together, this is it. Right. Maybe she doesn't have to hit macros perfectly because we threw that out the window eventually, you know, in, in the midst of treatment. But if there's yep. ever a time to take care of yourself, this is it. Right. Like we're, there's no back off like, oh, yeah. Christina with cancer, let, let's be kind and let her just eat whatever she wants. Oh, no. no. This is like Christina with cancer. You have to take care of yourself because yeah. this is life or death. So yeah. I think I took the complete opposite route from what I think a lot of people would take. And I didn't – that was just instinctual to me of like, oh, no. You know, my medical brain went yeah. on of like, let's do this this way. Yeah. Um, and she happened to respond <laughs> really well to that. So that worked. Well, I, um, and I think because we had given each other an out. I certainly wasn't yeah. going to drag anybody into it that didn't want to go because I certainly didn't want to do it. I wasn't going to pull anybody in, but we both agreed. We don't know yeah. what this journey is going to look like, but let's do it and see, you know, where, where we yeah. go. Yeah. She told me I could quit. She's like, if you don't want to do this with me, you don't have to. I'm like, what do you mean? Right. I mean, I, <laughs> I could quit. Well, every time I would tell somebody that I had cancer, I felt like I was handing them a hand grenade and going here, yeah. hold on to this for me. You know, that's what I felt like when I told people that it was just handing them a live grenade. I'm like, it's going to go off in a minute. So no that's way. how I felt. And I, so I was very careful to make sure that, you know, she was on board and I wasn't assuming something or taking something for granted. Uh, Cause I wanted her along with me for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I I, a, absolutely. A, yeah. Oh, that means a lot. Um, I think a big discussion that, I mean, we could probably talk about this for a long time, but you know, when one of you mentioned where does, or Josh asked where that mentality comes from. And, um, you know, and we think in life and listen, this is going to be a really crude comparison and, and but stick with me. I'm not comparing cancer to a workout. I'm not. Right. Um, but when we think about doing hard things in life, mm -hmm. when you put yourself in hard positions and make yourself uncomfortable, multiple times a week. Um, we live in a CrossFit space, some of mm -hmm. us, or an OCR space, or, you know, we have lots of clients who are runners or weightlifters and they, we put ourselves in uncomfortable spaces mm -hmm. week in and week out. 
we are, while it is a much heightened uncomfortable space when you get this type of diagnosis, right? we know what it feels like to operate and make decisions at a high heart rate. We know what it's like to operate and make decisions under pressure. And I... I know that translates and right. um, that's just when you talk about the benefits of exercise and you talk about the benefits of managing nutrition, you know, um, because that's not easy either. And you talk about those benefits, they are far further than just the physical. They're right. much more mental because, you know, Christina has put herself in challenging positions. Like just when she talked about, you know, mental health battles, but she works so hard physically. Like she said, this was just, this was the chipper for the year. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Right. She was ready. And that's the way we treated it was kind of, I mean, it was, it's a weird analogy. You're right. But it's like a chipper because you have, you can't look at, well, I don't know how I'm going to get to October right. from January. That seemed like a very long. So we broke it up into, you know, a friend of mine, she's like, we broke it up into steps, into check marks. Like, okay, mm-hmm. first chemo sessions, two months. Okay. That's the first part. Here's the next part. And then here's the next part. So when you break it up into chunks, into smaller pieces to think about, then that's the mentality and where the mentality parts in. Because, yeah, you could certainly have crumpled yeah. at that point and go, I'm not going to, I'm not right. going to make it. You know, I only had that thought one time and that's the first chemo session yeah. when I got sick. When I got nauseous, I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I didn't ask to do this. I'm not doing it. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. You kind of have yeah. to do it. Like, <laughs> you're kind of like, here in. we are. You're in it now. Yeah. yeah. You don't have a choice. You're in. But I, yeah. I think that was one of the first times when I was like, no, we're not. We're not doing this. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, you are. So I think that, like, so. you know, I, I'd like to ask this question and get both of your responses because you're absolutely, you both kind of touched on it already. Um, but I feel like, you're both kind of like leaning on each other during this whole process. Like Christina leaning on Brittany to Mm -hmm. be that, that just like that rock, you know, or that, that, that piece of your life that is very, very consistent that you can rely on for, you know, an objective point of view, but also like, you know, you've been working with each other for years. So there's a, you know, a certain level of friendship that comes along with that. And then Brittany, you have this extremely unique client, that is very devoted to her own health and wellness and fighting this thing. And you have to find some sort of inspiration in that. I would imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm like sitting here getting like inspired by it, you know? So, so how was it like from each of your perspectives, like uh, Christina, as you started this and checking in weekly with Brittany, I'm assuming it was weekly or, you know, however you guys did it, like how, how, how important was that for you to have that every single week, checking in, resetting, refocusing, doing all that stuff? How, how did that affect the whole process of going through treatment for you? Yeah, it, it was really important, you know, because once we decided and you don't know the journey, everybody's cancer sure, journey yeah, yeah. is so different. Even if you have the same diagnosis, it, it's completely different. And, and we were going on the premise to a point that I might lose weight. That if I can't eat, that if I can't do some stuff, then I'm going to lose weight. Mm. Then what do we do? Now, that never happened. I ended up gaining weight, which I had no problem with because your body's fighting. Your body's in a struggle like a workout and you've got to fuel that, you know, some whatever you can eat and whatever you're trying to eat. Um, Because that's a comfort food level after a while. (laughs) You're like, I don't want protein. 
I want mashed potatoes and muffins. That's a that's that, a hearty that's really hearty what Midwest food that you grew up with. It is. That's such southern yeah. thing. Right. It's mashed a, potatoes yeah. and muffins. That was my thing. Somebody had brought me muffins and all of a sudden I was about the muffins and I would oh, eat mashed potatoes. Whatever. It, it was whatever because it was one of those. I, I never felt so much sympathy for pregnant people because that's how I felt. Because it just depending on the day sure. what I could eat. And so Brittany and I working together and kind of doing a reset every week was good because you didn't know what was going to happen from week to week or from day to day. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that, that, that really helped. And it helped just to talk to somebody else and have kind of that developing that humor for the situation yeah. that it is. And I mean, Br <laughs> I think I wore, I think I wore a shark hat one day on my check-in <laughs> for that one. Yeah. And <laughs> I had yeah, no hair. Yeah. 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 So there's and that. Brittany, like on your side of things, you know, you have again this this incredibly, you know, you know, uh motivated client, this this incredible person that's going through, you know, her life will never be the same after this, you know? And hearing from her every single week and getting these updates, like how how are you taking that in and how are you kind of processing this whole thing and, and helping her just kind of, you know, keep going, you know? Yeah. I think um, Christina has done wonders for my other WAG clients and has also um, unfortunately set them back because I'm harder <laughs> on them now after, after experiencing. Sorry, with everybody. Her. Sorry. Um, no, but in all honesty, like uh, when she said, you know, my first instinct was she's going to lose a lot of weight yeah. and we're going to lose a lot of muscle mass. Um, both my parents have, are, are, have had cancer and have battled cancer, um, bladder cancer and lung cancer. So, and like they both lost dramatic amount of weight. Um, so like Christina said, everyone's cancer journey is different. And I went on the offense immediately thinking, Oh no, you're going to be so sick. You're not going to be able to eat. You're not going to, you're going to lose weight. And she didn't. And I'm so proud of that because I think she was felt relatively good throughout relatively good right um you still mm -hmm. felt like crap I know um because we had such a great foundation and and we were able to say open those doors and say eat what you what you can eat if it's mashed potatoes and muffins fine but what it is um you know what I learned and it's it's sometimes hard to put into words but with the caveat that everyone's different of course and everyone's unique yeah. unique in their situation but you know I everyone's hard is hard everyone's heart is hard. You know, even if we look at someone's situation and say, oh, I've got it worse than you. No, whatever someone is experiencing at the moment is hard for them. Mm -hmm. Everyone's heart is hard. And I have now witnessed, and, and I have other clients who have gone through really significant medical situations mm -hmm. as well. And I've now seen someone who has taken this and not let it stop them. You know, did it slow us down? Hell yes, it slowed us down. Of course it did. Did things happen that year that we had planned out that they were going to happen? No. But are we right back now where we probably would have been? Yeah. Uh -huh. Absolutely. So what I learned is that, you know, with a whole lot of grit, determination, and just trust in your body, everything's going to be fine. Right. You know? And again, it, what it has taught me more than anything, and, and I use that a lot, is everyone's heart is hard. You know, I can read a client's information or talk to a client on the video and someone is telling me some really challenging thing that's going on in their life. And I can think in the back of my head, maybe three years ago, I would have thought, oh, that's not that bad. 
suck it up and get through it. But now everyone's heart is hard and meeting someone where they are and saying, how can I help you get through this? Whether it's changing your approach or doing whatever, sometimes the best path to the end isn't straight through, right? Right. Sometimes we have to go around and that that's okay. You know? So, um, that's why when I, when we first opened, I said, um, I'm eager for everyone to hear, um, from Christina and how impactful she's been for me, because really I think I've learned as much from her probably as she's learned from me. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's a really like, in, in, it's a really inspiring story, you know, Christina from your end of things and also from Brittany from your side of things. Thank you. For anyone that's listening, that's, you know, considering doing this, you know, for a living or, you know, has aspirations to be a coach and, and get involved with helping people achieve their goals and their best selves. You have to be aware that life has a crazy way of throwing curveballs, and you have to be yep. ready and willing to step into these roles that you probably never thought you would, uh-huh. you know, I mean, Brittany is, you know, RD registered dietitian and has a little bit of a longer history of, you know, being in the medical field than a lot of us, you know, um, but still getting a message from you that one particular day, you know, and she said, oh, shit. Okay, this right. this changes this, you know, yeah. this simultaneously changes everything, but it, right. also, and it also doesn't change things. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. But it also didn't. That's such a good way to put it. Yeah. It, it. It also didn't. I mean, did it, Christina? I don't think it changed anything. I don't think it really did. You know, it was just, let's see what right. this journey holds. We've turned left now. Let's yeah. go this direction. You know, yeah. and let's see what happens because I didn't know what the journey was going to be like, but I knew yeah. that I could do it. And so I just knew that if we were working together along with family and friends that I had, you know, that support, even at, at the gym, you know, I told my coach, I said, I'll yeah. be here when I can. You know, I still want to yeah. at least move when I can, you know, and be able to do those things. So no, having Brittany along um, was was awesome. Just having that extra person yeah. to, you know, it's a. Uh... Yeah, it's it's remarkable. It's a, I I mean, <laughs> to to know that like it didn't really change things, you know. It's it's to to hear you say right. that is like is just it's unbelievable, you know. Um, and it's just a testament to your you know your ability to kind of like take in information and put it through the Christina filter and then take action on it. <laughs> um, I think everyone right. could use a little bit more of a Christina filter yeah. in their life. <laughs> Totally. Like, and, and I think uh, the Christina filter and the Christina drive, I mean, because now where, where are we now? So, you know, right. Two years. We just, you just celebrated two years. I just celebrated two years. So I had finished in October of that year and then started my recovery, which was much longer than I had hoped. I didn't, it wasn't realistic about that at all. Uh, But you, you listen to your body and your body will tell you what things you can do and what things, when you can push and when you can't. And so by pushing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. I mean, right now I just celebrated two years uh, recovery, so very exciting. Um, but yeah, I, I'm thank you. No, it, it's it's awesome. I've you know talked to other women on Breast Cancer Walk, you know, meeting those survivors as well. It's just really cool. But yeah, two years is amazing. Um, but yeah, I started back. I mean, the first thing I wanted to do is get back to the gym. The first thing I wanted to do was go on an obstacle course race. <laughs> yeah, I needed to see where I was. You know, so I think March of that next year, I'm like, well, let's go. Let's just go see what happens. 
yeah. what's the worst? You know, my niece and nephew were with me. So I'm like, what's the sure. worst going to happen? I needed to see where I was to, to figure out where I was starting uh, and what I needed to do. But no, I was yeah. like, let's and go. How, how did that first, how did that go? How did that first race go? <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> yeah. It was exhausting because, you know, I, I had lost that much endurance, but I was also so tired at the end mm-hmm. of the year. Your brain just really has enough. And your brain at the end of October when I finished yeah. was like, we're done. We're kind of done mm-hmm. right now. We'd like to rest a bit. Um, it was, well, it was much more challenging. And I knew it would be. I knew it would be because I just didn't have that. I still had some issues, though, with my shoulder where the surgery was that I was having issues with, but just the endurance part. But it was still so much fun. I'm like, let's go again. <laughs> I'm ready. I'll figure it out. You know, and now I'm running with my what, niece and nephew. So that's cool. And do you have a tally? I, I should have, I could have looked it up because I keep the notes, but how many races have you done this year? Um, at so, least, oh, total races. Oh, I don't know. I don't keep tally. 10 or wow. 12. Yeah. Cause I've done, I, I've done obstacle course races, but I pick up races around my area, like trail runs. Cause I really like oh, to yeah. do trail runs. And I think all, I'm just looking at the calendar, like pretty much all of July, all of September, every weekend, there was at wow. least one race. Yeah. A couple of times I picked up two two 5Ks in one day, and then I did two, and then I just came off a weekend where I did a Spartan 10K and a Spartan 5K back-to-back days, so I am... Yeah, not too too shabby for two years after camp. Not too shabby, not too shabby, so I pick up races where I can, and people are like, why do you do that? And I said, because I can, you know, at a point where life is unpredictable, not just short. It's very unpredictable and you don't know. So if you have it to do it, do it, you know, and I, and I do it because I can, I do it for people who can't. Right. Uh, There's one event that I do that I do because my aunt died of of lung disease and I do that event for her and for people that just can't breathe. You know, you, you take for granted, you know, some things. So coming off of cancer, you you get a little bit different mindset, you know, of we don't have time to waste, you know? Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to go. I'll give Christina all the props. So, um, I think Josh, you know this, but for everyone listening. So Christina flew to Pennsylvania right. to run a race with me, a five, so a cool. 5k. Um, and it was a 5k obstacle course race. And I was, I feel like I'm in okay running shape for a 5k, but I knew some of the obstacles were going to be, you know, challenging for me. Christina is ready to push me over every obstacle. She has got her hands on my butt, ready to. She's like, just go, just go. go. It's fine, just go. And I'm like, oh like, no, I? no, no. Well, there was I'm one. Like, I will. Yeah. No, go I ahead. Was like I will land on my head. No. I, 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 t- I typed for a living. I cannot break an arm. Like I can't right. do this. Um, right. And so I think you definitely completed more obstacles than I did. Oh, um, I don't know. I. I'll, I'll, I, I give it a go because so. one we got up on and I told Brittany, I said, I don't know how I didn't expect to get up here. Now I don't know how to get down because <laughs> I looked at her and I'm like, how do I get down? She's like, I don't know. I didn't think we'd get up there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay then we're just so, going to have to wing it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we, yeah, her ability to come back and have um, the amount of strength and stamina that she does, I, I know is, you know, I'm not going to take credit for this because she did the work it wasn't necessarily the work that was done while she was in treatment. It was the foundation that was laid prior to. Mm-hmm. 
It was sure. her having the quality of nutrition yeah. prior to. She was in the peak shape, I think, probably you've ever been in, right? right. When you were diagnosed? Yeah. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Which yeah. made a, was a sure, huge help, yeah. right? Nutrition's on point. You're, you know, you're working out. Your workouts are on point you know, you're good to go. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is what I was good to go for apparently. So yeah, everything was right on. So I I always use, I use this analogy all the time, but it's like the foundation to her house was solid. So, you know, Uh if an earthquake comes and it shakes, you know, shakes the sides down a little bit, we break a few windows. That's okay. The foundation was there and everything was fine. We, We can rebuild that stuff. Yeah. Yep. So it's just, yeah, it's just, it, it really is just like an incredible story. It's in, and I think, and as we get close to wrapping up here, um, what is, what's a piece of advice that you love to give to others that might be dealing with some sort of health issue, hardship, maybe even breast cancer, you know, maybe you've come across someone that, you know, at one of these, uh, uh, races or one of these, um, you know, benefits, mm-hmm. what's one thing that you kind of like continually go back to that you try to share with them um it's kind of hard on that you know i've met a lot of people like that i met a lady on a breast cancer walk a few weeks ago and her daughter had triple negative and so i ended up having a discussion with her while we were walking just to encourage her you know and and to just go you know what just you keep fighting you keep finding that thing if something's not working you go to something else but don't be afraid to give yourself that chance to do you know you're stronger than you think that you are. And I know that that is a quote that comes out of breast cancers. Like you don't know how strong you are. Well, I knew how strong I was. So that never really applied to me, but I knew how strong I was. Sometimes, especially women don't realize how strong they are. And so I've done events and I've done volunteer work where women are like, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. So like Brittany, I'm going to push you up and over and I'm going to help you and we're going to do it. You know, so feel free to rely on those people and um, you just do things because life is so short and unpredictable, but, you know, you, you're stronger than you think that you are. I love that. So and rely, you know, on your faith, on your family and your friends and having a good sense of humor certainly helps because that. You got to. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, well, you have to, and I'll, I'll tell one story because um, I, after I got up, you know, and you're trying to brush yourself off, I, I, one of my coping skills is to try to make humor in things and try to make things funny or try to make somebody else smile. Uh, one of the first things, I, I still think the, the breast MRI is one of the funniest things I've ever done, uh, even while you're doing it. Um, my first round of chemo, and you don't know, it's your first round of chemo. They're going to pump some poison into you. You don't know yeah. what that's going to look like. So you get there and I'm with my friend. And you've, you've packed a bag like you're going to stay for a week because you, you don't know. Um, but when you get into chemo, chemo is very personal to everybody, right? They need your height, weight, sex, how old you are, because it's very uh, yeah, programmed dependent. to you. Everything changes. Uh, yeah, yeah it, absolutely. So it depends on you. And then they mix it based on, on those. But anyway, she had to get my height and my weight. Well, I knew how much I weighed because I weigh myself <laughs> every day. So I, you know, so I knew that one. I'm like, I'm okay there. So she did my height. She's like, how tall do you think you are? I'm like, lady, if you're going to tell me I'm less than the five, seven, I think I am. I'm leaving. <laughs> I said, I don't care. I'm out, I'm out of here. She's like, <laughs> she's looking at me. She's like, no, we have you at five, eight. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm staying then. It's an acceptable <laughs> like, answer. I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me I'm short before chemo. Cause I, 
I just can't take it right now. <laughs> I can't take that it. Makes, right. That makes my height weight ratio even better. Thank you for the right. I appreciate that. <laughs> All that chiropractic oh. work I did. So you, you just look oh. for those humorous things. And there were things that happened in chemo and some other things. You just look for yeah. those things to kind of lighten the load, lighten it up a little bit and just trying to make something funny out of a, a situation that's yeah. not fun. That's really not funny, but you have to have that mentality, that positive mindset. And you'll hear that through any cancer journey is, is your mindset and your mentality is half the battle. Totally. You know, and I'm happy we just don't have to talk about that detox. Yeah, I did afterwards. <laughs> talk about that. Like that. <laughs> talk about that. But yeah, then just the recovery after that's been amazing, you know, just to push and see what this side, you don't, you're not the same people are like, well, I want to be what I was before. Yeah. You're not going to be, you know? So for me, it was like, I I don't care what iteration this looks like. This is what I'd like to do, but it's not going to be the same. So you just have to accept that as well as whatever you come out with, you know, will be better. Yeah. Or make it better. I think that, so. you know, that's something that I think I, I know that I've talked about this with, um, w- with, uh, women clients too. And I'm sure Brittany, you, you have as well. It's like when someone wants to, you know, after they have a baby and they want to get back to where they were, you know, or get back to doing this and get back to doing mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's not going to be this, you know, we, we can, we can get you to, yeah, it's not the same, not the that's same. It. you know, we can get you to a place that is awesome and like really, really great. And you can feel better than you ever have before but it's not it's just not going to be the same and that's not a bad thing it's just it's just not going to be the same you know um right just different just different exactly just different so so um well yeah good. again i i don't know how many times i've said what an inspiring story this is but it really really it really well, is. thank you um and i hope that anyone that's listening to this right now that might be going through something tough um whether it be something as you know life altering and or severe as a cancer Mm -hmm. diagnosis or if it's something small that you feel like is just like eating all your energy away and you you know feel like it's insurmountable Mm -hmm. that there's people out there that have dealt with some really really hard stuff and yeah and you for sure that person that needs to hear it can do it too you heard christina say it before you're a lot stronger than you think Mm -hmm. you are Mm -hmm. so this has just been an awesome interview and uh thank you so much oh, for good. coming on the podcast thank you. today it's, <laughs> it's been a really special one today yeah absolutely no i appreciate it thank you so much and i get to see Brittany <laughs> yeah. today so, so yeah. yeah thank you to my, my, my lovely <laughs> today for coming on i appreciate it very right. much <laughs> no and i wish chris was on too yeah. but josh i appreciate you know i've always oh, seen cool. you on the podcast and i I've heard different things about you, you know, cause you've been a yeah, coach for a while yeah. too. So, you know, I know about you and Chris and a couple of the other coaches who have been, you know, around for a while. So uh, props to you guys for the work that you do, you know, with right. everybody. So thank you. It's cool to watch, you know, the people that you're pulling in now. So no, it's an amazing, and that's why I'm here. It works yeah. for me and it will continue to work for me. And so if it's not broken, yeah. I'm not going to try and fix it. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give, Give it, it a go. go. Yeah. On that note, if you're listening yeah. to this and you want to sign up for one-on-one coaching, please go to workingagainstgravity.com backslash join and you can use the code 
inside wag and get $50 off your first month of coaching with us. Could be with me, could be with Brittany, could be with Chris, any one of our awesome coaches that we have on staff. So if you're into it and you're looking for that, do it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, yep. take the chance. Take the chance. It. So Christina, once again, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Brittany, thank as you. always, great to see you. Thank you for coming on too. Yeah, of yeah. course. Hopefully we can do this in a, you know, another year or so and yeah. let Christina's story continue. Awesome. Big things are coming it. this year too. Absolutely. Next week, Brittany, sign up as next week for this. So <laughs> Awesome. Good. Well, we'll see what cool, happens. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, gang. We'll see you next time.